Welcome to the Edinburgh Cider View, Chapter 8. My name's Neil Caldwell. I have with me James Cocker, a.k.a. IT. Good evening, slash afternoon, slash morning, etc. Yeah, we're still doing this. No, I've only done it once before, actually. Did you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, IT, what's in your fridge this week? This week, we have a couple of bottles which I got from Bristol Cider Shop, ordered online. Uh, 12 bottles. The advert. Um, so... This one looks rather interesting, which I'm tempted to try. It's a rum cask cider made by Will, uh, sorry, Mill White's Cider. And I think you looked up where they were based. Did we work it out as Herbiture? Yeah, but the right. apples are from Somerset. But the apples are from Somerset. That so was it. It sounds like county betrayal. So, um, yeah, rum cask. Could, could be interesting. Next, we have a bottle of Perry's farm-pressed dry cider. Perry's as in uh, Perry's cider. Farm. Perry's the company. Yes, not as in Perry's as in the pear cider, although I think they do do pear cider as well. Um, so that one would be interesting to try because I've, I've heard a lot about that one actually. Um, and lastly, we've got a bottle of Black Fox from Dunkerton's. Second Dunkerton's we've had. Yes, uh, and again, I've seen this one mentioned around the place, so it'll be interesting to see what they're like. Now, what should we start with? Now, what's, what have we got here, actually? I reckon, do you reckon you've, the rum You've just one reeled one? off the three ciders we've got, so you should know what we've got. Now. Yeah, no, 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 I know what we've got. I'm just checking as in um, sweet and dry, because remember the whole order thing. Oh, yeah, we start sweet and go dry. Yeah, so let's keep the dry till last. Um, That'll be, the Dunkertons will be dry as well. Dunkertons. We'll start with this, the rum cask, because that'll be medium. Dry. Yeah, so let's, let's start with this rum cask. So this, this is from a farm in Herefordshire. Very interesting. But is made using Somerset apples. So you, or so the bottle says. Now, as we're both fans of the whiskey cask from Thistley Cross, this will be an interesting... It does smell like some... I wouldn't have said rum, but it smells quite sweet. Or it smells something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It looks like a scrumpy it's, it's quite. It's quite cloudy. Let's uh, give it a go. That's quite nice. Ah, it is a bit dry though at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's quite still. A tad vinegary kind of aftertaste. Vinegary. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, you are right. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm, really getting the rum. No, I'm not getting the rum either. I was expecting because the, the 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 whiskey cast that we've had before has it's got the whiskey flavour in it, but it's definitely different. I'm not sure about this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not sure. It's. Um, because it looks like a, a still real cider. It reminds me of Double L when I looked at it. Yeah. And Double L was quite still quite dry at the end, but this is this is dry at the end, but then there's that vinegary kick at the end yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. I think I was expecting more of a rum taste. And the bottle's interesting with the skull and crossbones on the front of it. No, yeah. that'll be the rum like pirates or something like that. Probably. I'm still not sure. It's yeah, it's it's interesting. It's I kind of like it because it is slightly different. I tell you what, see, see, see when you have your, at the very start, it's quite nice at the very start, but then it goes a little bit strangely dry, and then it has a vinegary bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know what to say about this. No, one. I'm confused. <laughs> I've it's... never been so confused. Because <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not boring, because it is doing something, but... Yeah, we keep needing to sip this. Whether we like it or not. I'm not sure what to grade that. I think, I, personally, I would put it above ciders that we've kind of commented have been kind of nice but nothing special. Yeah. 
um, because it is a wee bit different, and I like even that, that idea of the rum cask. Yeah, even though we can't necessarily taste the rum. Well, the thing is, right? We've even though we're confused by it, we're still drinking it. Yeah, true. And we're drinking more of it. <laughs> we've actually <laughs> drank quite a lot Focus of it in the last work it out. because we're still not sure. But that means we do quite like it in some ways. So even though we're unsure, we like it, mm. but we're just not quite sure how much. Now I would give it a six point five if I were going to. No, I would. I would give it higher than that. Okay. I, I'm beginning to like it. <laughs> Is it growing on you? Mm-hmm. No, I'd, I'd give it at least a seven. And uh, yeah, I, I would want the grade to be seven, right? But I'm not. Going to, <laughs> I'm not going to cheat the grading. <laughs> you noticed how I said my grade before? before yes, I did for once. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll go. I'll go. I'll go seven. So that gives it six point seven five. As the grade, yeah, that, I think I think that's fine because that puts it above the six point fives, but below the sevens, which I, which I'm. Wow, that's which, that's right. Well done. Which, <laughs> which well, no, because I, I don't think we've got any other six point seven fives. So from oh, do we not? On the side of the league table. On the on the side of the league table. The newly um, updated side of the league table. So yeah, okay, okay, six point so seven five. Yeah. So different, worth worth a go. I tell you what, though, that's the kind of one. If we ever saw that in a pub in Edinburgh, which we are very unlikely to do, we would definitely get it. Definitely, and probably enjoy it more than. Another good side that we might have graded higher. Yes. Because it's different. And once you've had it once, once it's a, it's a different kind of side that you've had once, the second time you try it, you tend to like it more, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I tell, is... you what, I tell you what, I'm not settling with it. I'm going to have a little oh, bit more. Oh, he's more. Well, why don't you have a little bit more as well? Cause... I have. I've had loads. Just a tiny bit more, because we need to be sure on this grading. So I feel we're being a bit harsh. <laughs> Should we revisit it at the end of the show? No, we won't. We won't. No, I'm staying seven as my grading. <clears throat> okay, six point seven five. Okay, six point seven five. Cool. Seems a touch harsh, but there you go. Mm. No, no, I'm, I'm yeah. Well, I'm, okay, no, six point seven five. Let's start there. So, so we've started quite dry there. Okay, so let's move on to the Dunkertons. Black Fox. Black Fox. Now, the last time we had a Dunkertons, it was that Dunkertons organic cider. Yeah. And we were. I wasn't. I, I thought it was a bit too dry for me. Okay. So, but this one's quite fizzy. And I think it says medium dry. This is a... Yeah. It's a little... 7%. It's a little bit translucent. A little bit translucent. <laughs> like a horrible thing to say. Yeah. Slightly clear. But it's got it's got quite a, a shade of colour to it. I'd say it was more slightly cloudy. Well, slightly cloudy, slightly clear. Half and half. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it smells good. Ooh. That smells really good. Ooh, yeah. It smells of honey. It smells different, yeah. Smells of honey. That is an interesting smell. Wow. That's different. That is, that's, that's even more different than the rum cask. I, I like. like. Yeah, I like that too. I like. Hmm. That's, that, that's probably the most... I wasn't expecting anything like that. That's different to anything we've had before. How would you describe it? That's, that's the, the point of us doing this. Yeah, I know, time. but I don't think I'm very good at actually doing that. I just say it's different all the time. <laughs> it's, got a, it's definitely got a honey nectar to it. Mm. Definitely apple yeah, yeah. I like that. It's kind of sweet at the start, but it's very dry at the end. Mm. And I, it's... I, I quite like the ones that dance all over the palate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's I like. Um, it, it's I think it's it is quite fizzy. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not too fizzy. It's not like the French ones tend to be very fizzy but very flavoursome. Mm. This is like a slightly less fizzy French one in some ways. But slightly drier than your average French one as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's quite balanced. It's quite balanced. I, I like this a lot. Yeah, actually. yeah. It's not too. It's not too dry. It's not too. In fact, much better than the previous Dunkertons we had. I, I can't remember what we thought. What I thought about that. We'll it was to, just too dry. We'll it was. It was a bit too. We'll um, to compare them, but uh, yeah, no. I've been looking forward to trying this Black Fox and. Uh, yeah, because the, the previous Dunkerton was too raw. Mm. We had described it. This one is balanced nicely, sweet at the start, not too fizzy, and nice, nicely dry at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a high mark. But I'm not gonna Are tell you, you what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wait till you say your grade first. Okay, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm gonna giving it an eight point five. Ah. This is another new grade we've now got, 8.25. Yep. So we've now got no. various denominations. Yeah, 8.25, right. Okay. Well, it's good for the side of league table. And yes, and it, a good it does, rating it does help separate them. But, uh, yeah, so nice one there from uh, Dunkin' Black Fox. Look out for it. Please, please. Where that. did we get this one? Where did you find this? I got that in Waitrose. Ah, right, okay. Good selection of Waitrose. Yeah, I see you've got quite a few others that... Uh, and the cider cellar. We'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in uh, future episodes. In the next seven episodes worth mm. of cider that we've now got. <laughs> anyway, back to your so, fridge this week. Um, well, next I on the agenda. finish off the rest of this Dunkertons. Perry's Farm pressed dry cider from Somerset. So this this one came from your Bristol shop as this well. This one did come from uh, Bristol Cider Shop. I don't know why you poured out so much. Obviously. Well, I poured out so much there because I didn't want the remnants from the right, previous yeah, one to... Yeah, true. I, I, I suppose we should be kind of having different glasses and all that, but um, so we've got five percent. We're a low budget podcast, it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not like uh, it's plenty of room in the dishwasher. This one's got more farmhouse sort of nose to it, I think. Yeah, slightly different. Yeah, a different smell. Oofed. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. Hmm. No thanks. Dry. Very dry, all the way through. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know if I'm keen on that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's 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 quite pangy. There's a very no, I don't like that. It's a very I don't like that at all. Kind of almost bitter, bitter. It's bitter, yeah. yeah. It's it's bitter is the best way to describe that. Like it's overly dry from start to finish. It doesn't even taste apples. It's so dry you can't even <laughs> taste any apples or anything like that. Mm. Do they advertise that as dry? Medium dry. Um, they they but, say oh, this oh, is medium. No, 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 this one. Sorry, you picked up the black fox there. Um, it's well, I think it's just dry, isn't it? It just says dry in big letters. On yeah, the front. it's too dry. That it's far mm-hmm. too dry. Now, for a real cider, we tend to prefer real ciders, but I'm giving that a low mark. Interesting. Interesting. Do you like that? I don't. I don't think I actually do. No, I don't like it either. Um, it's that. It's that strong kind of bittersweet. Whether it will grow on me, I don't know. I, I want to like it. No, I don't think that even would. Like, there's some that get. Are too dry when you first have them or whatever, but and they will they will grow on you. Like even the Dunkerton's organic one, mm. that, that grew on me a bit. But this this one won't. I mean, I I think I think partly as well. I do prefer the lesser dry ones, especially. Well, <laughs> you could say I prefer the sweet ones after I described that American one in the last podcast. Ah, yummy. Um, so so perhaps it's a shameful it's, moment in it. It's not uh, uh, too much of a surprise that uh, that no. I'm not a fan of this really dry one. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed with that. I'm mm. giving that. See, people have discussed the grading policy with me outside the show, right? And they've said ciders that you both don't like, you still give a grading above five. Yeah. Now, they've got a point. Yeah. Because the the lowest grading we've given a cider is four point five. Yeah. Out of ten. Yeah. Now I don't like this one. You don't particularly like it either. But I'm still going to give it a grading of six. Okay. Because 
it's not disgusting. I just don't like it. Right. And I, it's drinkable. Well, it's drinkable, but I would never choose it again. Okay. Okay. Because I, I think I had a different Perry's. What What was the one I had in... I think it was a Dabnet Apple. I had Perry's Dabnet Apple um, when we were out the other night. And that was very nice. That was completely different to this. Uh, so... Did you specifically choose this one in that box? You got no. Um, I, I just went for a mixed case of ciders. So they probably do a version that's just exactly the same but less dry. That we would probably like. Is that what you're saying? Um... I don't. I can't remember the, what the range of the Perry's do. I have to look them up. I have to look them up. But um, so, so you're going for six. Yeah. I, I was going to say five. Okay. Right. Well, that's a that's a grading of five point five. Right. And I mean, with regards to the whole, it's still above the five mark. Yeah. I don't. I think the main point is as long as it's relative to everything else that we've scored. Yeah. Yeah. And but also, it, like, if we're giving a cider one out of ten. It's got to be vile. Yeah, like vi- like vinegar. I like drink in vinegar. Yeah, exactly. Like that. So it's, so that we're not gonna we're never gonna go down that low. So you, you never know. So a mixed I'll, bag there. I'll have to review Strongo someday. Mixed bag. Um, We've still got half a bottle of that stuff left. Yeah, let's. let's you, you, can, you can have that. I'll try some later and uh, see if it see if it grows yeah. back on me. I, I'm gonna have more of this uh, rum cask one for the rest of the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, next on the agenda is uh, Cider News. Cider News. So a few points of interest this week. Points um, of interest. Is this the new branding of Cider News? Well, I, I don't know why I say point. Well, uh, yeah. Um, a few... Well articulated. Well, that's what news is. It's, it's interesting things in the cider world. It's debatable. Um, I'll start just to, because we're a podcast that covers all bases of ciders from the sweet, fruity ones... We certainly right, are. Right through to the real scrumpy ones. We are open-minded, as one of our uh, listeners called us. Yes. I, I feel that it's worth mentioning. Uh, Bulmers are launching two new fruity ciders. A black cherry. Black cherry. Right. And a red grape. Red grape and black cherry. Okay. Um, and apparently, I mean, this this stat here, um, I didn't quite realise actually that Bulmers is owned by Heineken. Is it? Apparently so. Where did you read that? Online. Online. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a good place to read stuff, that, isn't it? Uh, the Morning Advertiser. The Morning Advertiser. Bilmer's is owned by Heineken. Apparently so. Because apparently Heineken have predicted that 80% of new cider sales will come from flavoured cider by 2015. But what is a flavoured cider? Well, like, it's, it's, it's cider that's had flavours added to it, like fruity stuff. So not one that's been put into a cask, like we're discussing with a rum cask or a whiskey cask cider. I wouldn't know, no. I think when they say flavoured cider, they mean the fruity ones, which yeah. they stuck through it. So fruit so, concentrate has been added to it. I mean, that stat to us is a bit worrying, because, well, I mean, we both used to very much like your fruity ciders, and we still... Well, I no, you more than me. You st- I, I still do remember you um, rating highly Copperberg, Strawberry and Lime at some point. Uh, I, I want you to retract that. <laughs> I refuse to continue until you retract that statement. Um, because we've had... Uh, I remember no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I've never rated... I never went and said to people, oh, you've got to try this Copperberg strawberry and lime. Well, no, but you, when you drank it, you said that's nice. Yeah, but it's not cider. <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, but, no, my, no, right. That's my the, view, that's the whole no, point. Right, hold on, hold on. My view is I'm not against commercial cider or big flavoured cider because it got me into the cider world. You were already in the cider world. Right? As in always drinking cider. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And then because of commercial cider and you were always drinking cider, I eventually got into it. And then through that, we started discovering proper cider. 
And since then, I find it hard to go back to any of the cheap. Yeah, and that kind of brings stuff. me on to the point I was going to make, is that this fact initially sounds a bit worrying. If, if, if the whole boom in, in cider is going to be more towards the fruity angle, ideally both of us now would prefer, because we prefer the more traditional side of cider, we'd prefer that part of the cider market to grow. But but then, then then they become a commercial enterprise, don't they? Well, it's, it's not just the commercial side that's turning us off. It's, well, that's it's, what I was it's, hoping you were going to say. Yes, no, it, it's, it's taste. I mean, I, I used to very much like my fruity ones, but I've moved on taste-wise. I prefer the more standard ciders now. So possibly, though, if you, th- if you do think about it in the fact that all these new cider drinkers coming into the fruity stuff, if they do what we did and basically move through, move on from the fruity ones to more traditional ones, perhaps in a few years' time we might see a boom in, in traditional ciders. Well, yeah, they, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. And that's always been the Edinburgh Cider view mm, true. on the cider world, hasn't it? True, true. We should have a page on our website that just articulates the Edinburgh Cider view. We should. You could even call it the Edinburgh Cider view. We did, yes. Well, you did write an article called Why Cider, didn't you? We never posted it because it was shit. Yeah, it is on the website, but it's not live. Anyway, don't put it. Don't put it live. <laughs> it's not that bad. We're not doing a blog. Oh, you swore again. I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Anyway, carry um, on. Anyway, Next so item. Um, also worth mentioning while we're on the subject of fruity ciders is Thatcher's are also bringing out um, a new mixed fruit cider along with their rosé and pear ciders. So it's the fruity stuff which seems to be happening these days, unfortunately. Not really interesting, um, Thatcher's have to offer. I know. I mean, it, it, it's... Well, Thatcher's, Thatcher's is an interesting one because they seem to do the full range. They do do some more real ciders, but then they're obviously going into the fruity place, yeah. as, as that seems to be where the money is, especially these days. Also in the news, I don't know if you read the Independence article on the top ten ciders, written by uh, Will Caldwell, actually. Will Caldwell. Caldwell spelt the proper way, as in cold and well. Are you implying that my <laughs> second name is not spelt correctly? Well, it's a bit of an odd spelling. Anyway, um, top ten ciders, independent. Did you come across this article? Uh, I think I did. Was that the one that Gary Caldwell, friend of the show, I'm sent us sure. a link to on Twitter? I'm, I'm not sure. If he did, then thanks, but I can't... G- Gary Caldwell, no relation. Uh, all right, okay. But spelt the proper way. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, so yeah, no, I think I did. And uh, Whiskey Cask uh, got into the top ten of that, didn't Yeah, it? so just to run through the list, um, and number one was Devon Red, which we haven't we haven't come across, so that we want to look out for. Have we had any Devon ciders at all? Sanford, from Sanford Orchards. I don't think we have. So we'll have to keep an eye out for Devon Red. Second on the list was Farmhouse Cloudy Scrumpy uh, by a Welsh producer. Have we had Welsh cider? Did we have a Welsh one the other week? No. The Dunk the not the Dunkertons, the double L real cider from Ireland. Yeah. That was a Welsh guy that moved to Ireland. Ah, uh, right, okay. That's okay. the closest we've come. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that one. Um number three was a Cornish Orchards blush, which is actually made with raspberries. Now I think that's more along the lines of the Thistley Cross red as opposed to your kind of ah, right. recordedly kind of So spread. a real flavoured cider. If yeah, you like. kind of with flavoured with actual crushed raspberries, apparently. Yeah. Number four was Perry's dry cider that we just rated rather poorly. That was the number four on the list. <laughs> that was uh, Will Caldwell from The Independence, number four top cider. Well, he likes his dry cider. So, yeah, he? I mean, obviously he likes his dry cider. Fair enough. Number five was Sheppy's Dab and Apple. Sheppy's Dab and Apple, was it? Um, which we have tasted, I think, in the first show. In the first show, yeah. Um, but we didn't give a rating. So We didn't give a rating, yeah. So... Anyway, what was number five? <laughs> Are you going to read out them all? Number six, uh, just I'll, I'll, I'll run through them. Number six was uh, a Thatcher's 
Katie, 7.4%. Right, I tell you what, that's the only Thatchers we'll go for. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like if one we find worth it. trying. Number seven was a Henderson Spiced Cider, so like mulled cider. Um, number eight was Henny's Dry Cider, which we tried last week. We did, yeah. Um, and we, we, we said it was good, but nothing special. Yeah, I think we were slightly harsh on it. I, th- I, think, uh, we, I yeah. think we probably were. But there's another Henny's that we're going to try soon. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to trying the, the vintage, um, especially. Uh, number nine was Orchard Pig Charmer. I'm just sorry. I'm just having a bit more of that uh, Perry's dry one. It's really not good. <laughs> I, I I don't understand why that could get number four in that list. Yeah, it's it's obviously an acquired taste. No, it's not. <laughs> well, it's shit. It's it's just not good. That's two beeps for this tonight, this week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and number ten was our number one cider, Fisty Cross Whiskey Cask. Well, so the, so the guy does know what he's talking about to an extent from some of the people things on that list. Well, we can't be, you know, I mean... Well, he probably knows what he's talking about more than us. <laughs> well, well, I think, it, I mean, obviously, cider tasting is completely subjective. Yeah, of course um, it is. Absolutely. So, I mean, you probably wouldn't find a single person that would necessarily agree with our list or with his list. But I like to think we, are, we speak from cider, from a cider fan's point of view. We're not cider experts. We're cider fans. That's our tagline. It, true. And true. So you're saying maybe cider experts prefer more the dry ones and, and cider fans prefer the... Less dry ones. No, no, is that, that that's too is that too swinging. That that's that's too much of a generalisation. Yeah, <laughs> because there's dry ones that we're big fans of. True, true. But there's also sweet ones. We we just like we just like a broad range. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, I prefer the sweeter ones. Yeah, I, I no, I'm not. I, I prefer something slightly drier, but not not to that extent of that. Yeah, it is one. So um, so that was the top ten. So we'll keep we'll keep our eyes out for some of those to try, especially the Devon Red. I mean, we haven't heard of that one, so. Um, I'll be up for giving that one a go. Okay. Lastly, on the news for this week, is our old friends, Thisty Cross. Oh, them again. Them again. <laughs> um, have partnered with Tempest Brewing in Kelso, I believe. Oh, I read this, yeah. And they are producing the world's first commercial snake bite. Yep, I saw this. Now, we are the perfect podcast to review this when it happens, because I'm sure this has crossed your mind as well. It'll be the perfect let's branch out, won't it? Yes, I think it would. Uh, it would. It should hopefully be the perfect let's branch out. So why don't we email Thistle Cross, which you've already done? It would be good to get you, our hands on some. Yeah, Thistle Cross, if you're listening, get in touch. We we will do the first review. How do you know that there hasn't been any reviews? Well, it's not been made yet, has it? Um. I mean, I assume they're not just going to get one barrel of one, one barrel of the other, and make two, <laughs> two barrels of snake bite. No, it, are they, it, wait, it, you hold on. You say snake bite. Are they adding any black currant? Because when we used to get snake bite, when it was like cheap tenants and cheap uh, strongbow mixed together with black currant at university. Yeah, is it the same idea? I really should have looked into that, but is that not more snake bite and black or cider and black? I don't know. There's various definitions. It depends yeah. on your depends on your university that you went I, to I, as I, well. I, yeah, I thought I'd work that out, but um, but. Yeah, so we shall we shall try and get our hands on some of that, and uh, and it, yeah, it almost does sound the perfect. Let's branch out. It does. So that's cider news. Isn't that it? is the news for this week. No quiz, no. No quiz. Good, good. We uh, we had some plenty of news. We did. We had quite extensive news feature out there. That's probably your best news since, uh, <laughs> and then the last three or four podcasts anyway. Well done. So we're well, thank re- you. <laughs> next up, we're going to review a pub. We are. We went on a. Quite a rampage on uh, Friday night. We did it almost the entire Royal Mile. We did uh, pretty much do a server, a cider survey of uh, 
the Royal Mile. We did. The one we are going to focus on though tonight is the Jolly Judge, which is just off the Royal Mile. On what street was it off? Again? It's uh, well, it's on the Loan Market, but it's off on James Court, one of the little uh, alleyways. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite the Loan Market. Quite high up in the Loan Market, so it's a bit of a trek up there actually. Yeah. But it's worth going to. It is worth definitely worth because I found out about it um, on Camera's website actually. They have a list of basically camera approved pubs that sell real cider. And in Edinburgh, there were only two. And one of this, one of these were the Jolly Judge. So I thought we had to check it out. Yeah. So we tracked it down on uh, on Saturday. Uh, and it's a nice little place. It is quite small, but you'd expect that when it's off one of the side streets. True, Royal Mile. true. But the cider they had there, uh, there was three distinct ciders that I can remember. Which were, what were they again? Three? <laughs> was there um, not? I'm sure there was three. Because you, you had a... You had a dry, a dry. There was Perry's yeah. one. The, the two, two that I noticed, they had uh, Perry's dab and apple, um, so not the Perry's dry that we didn't take favourably to just, uh, but the dab and apple. And I had a pint of that, um, yeah. and it was it was very nice actually, completely different from the dry, uh, definitely a bit sweeter, um, and yes, yeah, some decent flavour. That was that was that was, and I've never seen that in a pub before. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen that actual dab and apple before from Perry's. Uh, and then on draft, they had two trees Perry, which I believe you had a pint of. Two treats. Is that what I had, was it? Yes. Uh, I can't remember. It was. It was quite a long Friday night, wasn't it? We had quite a... it, that is what you had. It was good. Oh, it was good. No, I remember that now. It was good. It was perfectly still. Mm. And it was... Because uh, we had... we had. It was the second Perry I had had that night. Yes. And it was very good. It was better than the original one, which was a black rat had earlier on in another pub. We'll okay. come back to that in another yeah. show. But this one was very good. Very still Perry. It was very nice. And the fact that they had that on draft as well. Was yours on draft as well? No, a bottle. Yours was a bottle. But they had they had a high quality Perry on draft. And they had a good quality Perry's dabbing at apple in the fridge. Yeah. As well. Did they not have some commercial pish in the fridge? Do you know well? what? I don't I don't know if they actually did. If they did, they might have had a bottle of Magnus, but they definitely did not have any copper burger recorder like. Yeah. Um, so. And I think in the past they have done Thistle Cross, and I'm not sure if they Sometimes they have that in. But I think the whole point, there wasn't necessarily a big selection of cider. But it's a small but, pub. No, exactly. But the that doesn't matter when the two ciders that they did have were ciders that I've never seen in a pub anywhere else. Yeah, so I think we have to get we have to bear that in mind when we issue our cider marks. For yeah, because I don't think they always necessarily have just those two ciders on. I think they do kind of... Um, swap them and, and bring some in. So th those were probably just the two that they had on. Uh, so it's worth going back to time. and seeing what they've got. Any so, one time. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. So I, I think we give them above average marks all round. Yeah, I mean it was a nice place. It was it was kind of a traditional pub wise, but it had also been done up quite recently inside um, because it was quite quite what recently done up. Recently done up. Recently done up. That's that's the that's IT decor. Recently done up. it's a nice little pub. Uh, what you're trying to say is that it wasn't scabby. It wasn't scabby. It was traditional. It was in a very very traditional location. Perfect location. You could argue in some ways, even though you can't necessarily see it if you're walking down the lawn market. You yeah. have to hunt for it a bit. But it's definitely worth going to if you're a tourist or you're a local because you might not have seen it. So we recommend the Jolly Judge. We do. Mixed clientele they had there. We saw all sorts of people in there, from young to old, students to non-students. Oh, well, surely a good sign. Likes of us Cater as well. for everyone. They do, they cater for everyone. Busy little joint. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Certainly above average, if not good. Good, good to very good. Well, we, so we recommend the Jolly Judge off the lawn market. Go and have a look.
and try it out. Now, we're not branching out this week. We're choosing not to branch out this week, which is different to not just not branching out because we can't. We're choosing to do, and we're not going to call this a new feature. This is a one-off, <laughs> isn't it? I don't really think it really classes as a feature. But we're going to re-review our first ever re-review, Sheppy's Dab and Apple, which we mentioned earlier in the show. We because did. it's on that list. It is. Now, we did this in the pilot. Now, and when we did the pilot, well, we've already indicated this in, uh, earlier in the podcast, our tastes have changed inside it. And I don't think we actually gave it ratings in the, in the pilot. We well, didn't we didn't give anything ratings, ratings in the pilot. No. We, we did a few retrospective ratings, but we didn't. We thought this one deserved a proper full re-review, so that's why we're doing it now. So, on you go, pour some out there. Let's uh, try this one again. Because I honestly cannot remember at all what um, what it was like when we first tried it. And whether my view is going to be changed at all by the fact I know it's in that Independence Top 10 side. But then again, going on the fact we didn't like the dry one. Um, let's uh, see how it compares. It's quite nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, there you go. Our taste buds have changed, or certainly mine have. <laughs> It'd be interesting to actually, yes, compare the actual comments we made at the time. It's dry, but it's not too dry. It's probably... I think because we've already had the driest one we've had before, that Perry's Farm Press dry cider we had earlier in the show, that's the driest one we've ever looked at. Yeah. This one, in the first show, when we were no mere novices... We thought it was too dry, but it's not. Yeah, true. It's just because I was just going to say this is probably as dry as I'd go. And any further, it would be too dry for me. But um, but this is good. Yeah, I quite like it. So it's a uh, seven point two percent. So it's actually quite, quite strong for the because it's very clear. It is I'm yeah. Kind of what I was. I still. Yeah. I'm not going to give it. I wouldn't give it top marks. I would give it good marks. I'm still not. I'm still deciding. We should also say part of the reason why. We, what prompted us to do this re-review was we had it in a we had a another Sheppies honey infused yeah. Sheppies one night not so long ago and we quite liked that so this prompted us to re-review Sheppies properly as well as the fact we thought it deserved one another review anyway so I I've got a grade in mind but I'll let you go first um it's a tricky one right so let's sort of think what did uh, what did we do before well, so well should we re-describe it? We should, because I know we're re-grading this, and that's the main function of this one-off feature. But re-describe it. What's it like? It's dry, but not too dry. Yeah, it's dry from middle to end when you when it goes down. And none of that vinegary aftertaste. No, the, no overly vinegary, or <laughs> it's not too dry at the end. And it's and you you definitely get some slight tangy apples at the start. Yeah. So it's good. So you can you can taste apples, which is good. You can, it's got a, quite a nicely dry bit at the end. We used to think it was too dry, but now we're more refined in our taste and then we consider that nicely dry. So I've got a grade of 7.5 in my head. Okay, I was going to go for 7. So is that another new grading of 7.25? <laughs> Could well be. Um, Fair enough. It's quite fizzy as well, that's the one thing. Well, that, I, I don't, I, that, that doesn't, fizziness in itself doesn't really bother me, or the carbonation. Do you know what, actually, and I'm not changing this because of what you said, I think in my 7 was too high. I'm thinking 6.5. No, you're fiddling the grades. No, I'm not. Again. I'm really not. No, you are. No, I'm really not. 
See, you're cheating this. You're no, che- I'm you're not. You're not only cheating the listeners, uh, you're not only cheating me, you're cheating yourself. I'm not cheating. Okay, right, give that seven overall then. <clears throat> so, seven. Anyway, that concludes, more or less. Oh no, it doesn't conclude. Edit that bit out, because it'll sound shit if we don't. Um, any correspondence this week, IT? Um, I don't think we had anything of note, um, true disgust from listeners, other than I did have... Seven emails in favour of my voting system. Seven emails to to have apples for, uh, instead of points. Uh, who were they from? Uh, I, did, I did just to be just to be fair. Yeah, I did have one email from someone saying that that wasn't a good idea. Um, so I, I think right, that right, means no, that, uh, no, no, that no, no, I win, no, no, no. and we're going to go for my my voting system. No, it does so. not. It does not. It does not. <laughs> well, first of all, I want you to name the seven listeners. I'm, I'm afraid I don't have that information. You don't have that to hand, to, to do hand you? Just so you, it's just a blatant lie. Yeah. Because no, I, albeit I've heard some people say out of five would be better because you're not grading anything below five on a scale of ten, scale to ten. But most people think a more credible grade is out of ten, easy for the league table, and all the rest of it. So you haven't actually had any correspondence about that at all, have you? None worth mentioning. None worth mentioning. <laughs> we have been active in the Twitter sphere lately, but nothing nothing you deemed worthy of note. Well, no. I mean, if you're interested in what we're saying on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, at Ciderview. Or email us at theorchard.ciderview.com. Theorchard.ciderview.com. Uh, any questions? Any cider that we should review? I feel it's been quite an aggressive show. Yeah. You, you've, you've been angry for the first <laughs> time during the show. Anyway. Um... <clears throat> so that just about wraps it up for... Chapter 8. Chapter 8. Of the Edinburgh side of you. And we'll see you in the near future for our next episode. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Good night.